Connecting with the small group network in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Group Talk. Talk. A podcast centered around strategic ideas for leaders of small groups. Whether you're stuck in your ministry or you're just looking for practical wisdom to help you in your ministry context, the Small Group Network exists to keep you supported, inspired, and informed so no small group point person stands alone. Let's get ready for today's episode of Group Talk. All right, welcome to Group Talk. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Carolyn Takeda, your host and the Executive Director of Small Groups at Calvary Community Church in Westlake Village, California. Well, there's been a lot of attention in recent years about the difference between introverts and extroverts. We recognize that our natural temperament, whether it's through DNA or the way we were raised or just our circumstances, has become very relevant in all spheres of our lives and ministry, especially in a relational ministry like small groups. It affects how we lead, as ministry team leaders, how we recruit new leaders, assumptions we make about members, how we connect people, how we develop and coach them, just affects every aspect of our leadership. So we're going to explore this topic more and talk about the strengths and weaknesses and how we can better reach both um, types of temperaments. So with me on the program today are two guests, um, Amy Jackson and Tom King, who identify more strongly with um, either an introversion or an extroversion personality, and we'll let you guess which one is which. I think it'll be pretty obvious pretty soon. It's very difficult. <laughs> Amy Jackson um, is the managing editor of Christianity Today and oversees the website smallgroups.com and christianbiblestudies.com and Gifted for Leadership. She served as a small groups minister and has a master's in Christian formation and ministry from Wheaton College. If you're not familiar with smallgroups.com, you need to be because it, it has 2.5 million page views, which is amazing, Amy. That's a lot. Um, it's Amy. a lot. And it was the first resource I looked at when I started small groups ministry 10 years ago. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much hung out on that website like every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's so, yeah, and I hear that a lot from people. So that's a great website. Um, and she's um, kind of been involved with all kind of shaping that along the way. So it's a great resource. Tom Kang is the men's pastor at Saddleback Church I'm in Lake Forest, California, and he provides point leadership for the men at the Central Campus. He was originally born and raised in New Jersey, and most recently he served as the teaching pastor and campus pastor at Liquid Church, which is a, was a, one of the fastest growing churches in America. Um, but he's been at Saddleback for a little over um, a year, mm-hmm. and he has a YouTube channel called... I think it's called the Manly Minute. Yeah, that tells you that. There you go. That's all you need to know about Tom. <laughs> and he was highly recommended for this particular topic in this program. Soon you shall see why. Thank you guys for being on the program. Thanks for having oh, us. Thanks for having us. It's so awesome. All right. So to start off, our leaders to guess which one is which, um, let me ask you both a question. So Amy and Tom, mm. you enter a party, mm. and wow. there's lots of people you've never met and you do not know, and it's a large party. Your first reaction, Amy, what is your first reaction when you walk in? Hug the wall and observe and try to find someone that looks friendly. <laughs> and Tom, what would be your first reaction? So we have a small dog. It's a cockapoo uh, that whenever <laughs> guests come into our house, this dog just like runs up to the guest and like starts licking and biting and just... <laughs> all over the place, that would probably be my reaction at a party. Gotcha. Okay, so I think it's clear. Tom is on the more extroversion scale of things, and Amy's on the introversion scale of things. Yes. 
Um, so that kind of gives you a feel. Basically, okay, so he's part two of the question. Mm. Okay, now you've been at this party for eight hours. Mm. Eight hours? That's a long party. Okay. A long party. Wow. Okay. Right. Eight so hour party. Pretend it's like a conference. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Eight hours. Okay. You're, you're with people for eight hours. Yes. Now, at the end of the day, how do you feel? Mm. So, Honestly, I feel, I feel spent. Because I've I've exerted <laughs> all this energy on people, so mm. yeah, you, you know. Can't party for another eight hours. Uh, <laughs> it depends on the people. I, I can go for a round two, though, for sure. You probably could, Amy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Could you go for a round two? Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Although, you know, right. it's it kind of depends on the people, yeah. uh, which is on the point. So we used to think back in the old days that introversion extroversion was about being shy, mm. um, and then there was some kind of labeling and sure. value judgments put on that. But research has now shown as it's not about shyness or mm-hmm. not liking people. It's really about how we get our energy, mm-hmm. how we get recharged. Um, sure. Introverts tend to t- recharge by spending time alone mm-hmm. in solitude um, or with just one-on-one. And they lose energy when they're around lots of people for long periods of time, especially mm-hmm. large crowds. Mm-hmm. Extroverts, on the other hand, gain energy from people. Mm-hmm. Um, they find their energy sapped when they spend too much time alone. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, here's the confession. When I asked um, Steve Gladen, who on his team oh, uh, is an extrovert, because <laughs> I needed an extrovert for this topic. Oh, my word. Him, as well as, like, I think four or five people on the Saddleback Small Groups team said, oh, Tom, no, uh, no question. You know, I don't know what to even say there. I don't know what to pick. So thank you. So you, can say, you can say thank you. So using that as kind of our framework, mm. that's about how we gain energy. What about some other attributes? Uh, maybe maybe we could start with you with introverts. What are some other attributes that we associate with each of these temperaments? Mm. The, the the good things we associate with them? Yes. Or the- <laughs> good or bad? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think... Um, Introverts definitely uh, need to have that alone time to recharge, whether that's reading with a book or just going to bed. (laughs) Um, Or like you said, the one-on-one. I think introverts really excel at some of the one-on-one or one-on-two kind of situations. Um, uh, Small talk is painful for Mm -hmm. introverts, and so um, they kind of want to cut through that fluff and get into get into the meaty stuff so um yeah but unfortunately a lot of times what we think of as introverts is shyness like you mm-hmm. said or um antisocial or that right. they don't like people well, they're awkward um, they're awkward <laughs> which you know some of us are but <laughs> not, not you not <laughs> um but I think you know introverts really love people and they want to go deep with them mm-hmm. um and sometimes it just takes that extra little push um, but it also really drains them to really love people in that way mm-hmm. So um, they also need that time to recharge. Yeah. What about for extroverts, do you think, Tom? Uh, we're talking basically stereotypes. Yeah, yeah you could go stereotypes. Of, yeah. If you have medical research, feel free to throw that in. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, Amy, you were saying that, you know, like sometimes introverts can be kind of seen as awkward. There are a lot of awkward extroverts oh, as this well. This is true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. That, that's kind of where my mind wandered off to. Yes. But um, no, yeah, I think ex- extroverts kind of um, have a reputation of being maybe like the life of the party. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, loud. That is one of the characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um uh, you can't miss them, whether it's visually or audibly or, you know, whatever. Um, you know that they're in the room kind of a thing. Uh, they command attention and whatnot mm-hmm. for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, extroverts kind of kind of have that 
Reputation. Yeah, in the presence, yeah. yeah. So we talked earlier before the broadcast about how it's really not an either or, mm-hmm. and we do a disservice if we even categorize ourselves or our children or you know our small group leaders as either or. Sure. Um, and it's actually more of a spectrum. Would you agree with that? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Now you're preaching, sister. Um, you know, one of the things that we we're kind of talking about earlier was how just like uh, like I definitely am. Uh, I guess as some of my friends were saying, an extreme extreme extrovert at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the honest reality is there is a huge part of me that's also introverted as well. They just don't see that because you're they, alone. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, don't, they don't see that because whenever we see each other, we're like in the, this group right. setting or right. ministry setting per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, like I, a lot of times I'll find my strength in, in solitude and in silence. Yeah. And I kind of store up that energy, so to speak, mm-hmm. so that I spend it right. on people. And, and Amy, I've seen you at conferences. Yeah. You're great at working a room. You're not hugging the walls at all. Right. <laughs> you move from like little circles here and there, and you just you wouldn't could not tell that mm. you would rather be curled up with a book. And yeah. I think, is that something you developed as over the course of time um, for your work and for your ministry? Yeah, you know, I think that is. I used to um, work at a church, and I um, I can still remember I would I would give a sermon, and then, you know, you're standing at the end in the you know, right. receiving line, if you will, and I would have to take, like, a three-hour nap after that. I was so exhausted by the experience of, like, talking to so many people. Um, and so I think uh, I have a good friend that is, is an introvert, and she gave me this great advice of just um, just be present with the person you're with. Oh, the one person you're with and that put it into introvert transfer me. And so, um, so yeah, there's still, you know, I like to move around and meet people, but I, I feel like if I can just focus on the one person I'm talking to, it's much less draining, mm. uh, than kind of standing in the circle with 12 people. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, That's yeah. true. so now there's this term called an ambivert, yeah. which, um, is basically someone who's equally one and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but most people probably have a slight proclivity towards, you know, towards right. one. Sure. Mine's slightly towards introvert and my, my friends, Tom would say right. I was an extrovert as well, right. but they just don't know me. They just, <laughs> so misunderstood. Um, right. But it's actually, I think the more, the research has shown that, that if you can bring out different attributes of that in any mm. given situation, you're actually a stronger leader. Mm. So you want ambiverts for your leaders. Mm. But American culture has a strong preference yes. for extroverts. Mm. That's yeah. why our education system rewards the ones who are raising their hand and talking. Right. Corporate culture rewards the, the schmoozer. Right. Politics, and we don't right. even need to talk, go there. Right. And even church world, <laughs> Um, and small groups, though, yeah. rewards the talkers. Uh-huh. So, okay, let's go to leaders. Do you think we have this assumption think that extroverted make better leaders, small group leaders? Mm-hmm. Has that been your experience? Are extroverts better small group leaders? That's a great question. I would say, you know, for especially in the small group ministry world, it may appear so mm-hmm. uh, from from kind of outside gazing in. Um, but speaking as an extrovert, I know that um, here's the God's honest truth, and I may get fired for this. <laughs> I'm not a great small group leader because okay. I tend to dominate the conversation. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And sure, a really sure. good small group yes. has the conversation bouncing sure. from one person to That's another. That's an excellent point. You know right. what I mean? And so, like, I've had to deliberately, very purposefully, kind of tone it down, throw a question out there. And not answer. And not answer. Yeah. Be comfortable yeah. with a little bit of what I consider awkward silence if mm-hmm. it's quiet for more than three seconds, you know, which is not a big deal at all. Right. Um, but you want to rescue otherwise. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so... 
Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But initially, though, don't you think we kind of are drawn? If we're recruiting leaders, I know I can, I do this. I'm so drawn towards, oh, my gosh, an extrovert tends to be more of a gatherer of people. Yes. So yeah. it seems like they would make better leaders, but I haven't always found that to be the case. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, uh, yeah, there's that natural inclination that we think, oh, the extroverts, they gather people together. They can they can work the crowd. That, right. that first night isn't going to be awkward because yes. right. they're going to talk to everybody. Everyone's right. going to feel like they're seen and heard. Right. Um, but what I've actually found is the extroverts are the ones I have to coach and say, okay, 30-second rule. Ask yes. the question. Wait <laughs> yes. 30 seconds. Yes. Time yourself if you need to. Yes. Um, where, you know, the introverts are okay, a little more okay with that silence and that tension, um, and they let other people process. Yeah. Um, and they tend to be better listeners. Yeah. I'm married to one. He's a good listener. Oh, that's <laughs> <so> good. <laughs> it's funny you use the word marriage there, because I'm thinking in my head, you know, in the small group ministry world, I think extroverts are the ones that you date. Introverts are the ones that you marry. Mm. You, you, you know, you know what I mean. It's just there's some That's there's so some funny. kind of combination in there. So yeah, and I think that gets to something too because depending on your role within mm. ministry, I, I mean, sometimes you really need more of that extroversion. I mean, to to be the person totally. that's out there and and getting people to get involved right. versus uh, the person that's really going to do this just deep discipleship and like let's meet and right. really you know get invested. The staying power is going to be sometimes yeah. that really going deep yeah so but that would be assuming that the introverted leader is aware of that and is pushing right. themselves right mm-hmm. beyond um, their comfort mm-hmm. level right mm-hmm. so we did this quick survey at the small group network lobby uh, a while a while ago and um, we had 110 small group pastors and directors and we did an online survey of who's an introvert and extrovert mm-hmm. it was a very simple question mm-hmm. and we had 55 percent were introverts and 45 were ex- um, what? extroverts. what yeah, so, so, yeah. Crazy. so it surprises you. Why? Yes. Why? Because uh, again, you're you're in an environment. You're with all these leaders. Um, these are small group point leaders. Small group point right. leaders. Yeah, you know, and to find that the majority are actually introverted. That's yeah, that's, that's surprising. That's crazy. I think yeah. it made it surprised all of us, and then yeah. then mm-hmm. the introverts felt better. Yes, <laughs> we were like, oh, we're not alone here. There's other people. <laughs> I have heard that with with senior pastors too. That they actually um, mm-hmm. are a lot more introverted. Yes. And rather than extrovert, even though they have a public presence, right, right, that right, looks more engaging, right. And I think it's because for the majority of folks, when when they see a pastor, they'll they'll see him, you know, behind a pulpit or mm-hmm, preaching. Mm-hmm. It's very the, he, he's in the public eye, and when he's in the public eye, he's quote unquote on, right, as it right, were, right, right. And you know, they're they're going to see their pastor when they're when when he or she is on, and. Uh, so the assumption is they're they're always on. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. They're not necessarily going to be. I know we talked. To, we just touched started to touch on the uh, weaknesses, potentially the dark side for mm. the temperament. And Tom, you mentioned um, over talking tends yes. to be more of an extroverted trait, or maybe yeah. attention seeking. Right. What are some um, other potential dark side for either introverts or extroverts? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously with the introvert, I mean. We are a small group ministry is draining. It's just draining in general. So, um, and and I think no matter how you go about it, it's going to be it's it's a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. It's a lot of heavy stuff. So you should take a nap first. Yeah, <laughs> before you before nap. Before, before, before nap. After. After. Um, but you know, I think there is that tendency, like uh, especially with introverts, like I get I get my comfort people. Mm-hmm. I, if you know, I've if I've gone out of my comfort zone to really invest in my small group, like it's it's a little scary to invite new people that might mess with that, or mm-hmm. having to start over with a That's new right. group or with new people, or um, even just being especially welcoming to new leaders because it's like, oh man, I got to start over with these relationships. Right. Um, right. And I'm always glad I did, but there is that internal yes. like I have to push myself a little bit to sure. do that, and that that 
you know, that's the, that's the job. So it's hard when that's, that's a, a challenge. Yeah. 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 So it seems easier to lead people that are more similar to ourselves. Would you agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you click more with people that are kind of along that spectrum. So what advice would you give um, as a leader on how you would communicate or lead? Um, like, let's start with introverted people better. So say you're the small group leader. Mm-hmm. There's introverted people in your small group. Mm-hmm. Um in your coaching, the small group leaders say, okay, how do you better reach them? Do you just let them sit and be quiet and let them be in their peace? Do you kind of poke and push them to share? How do you, what would you say? What's the best mm-hmm. way to lead introverted small group members? And are, are we speaking from an extroverted leader's perspective yes. or an introverted okay. leader's or perspective? Or you're an extroverted leader. Okay. So leading you're an someone opposite. Right. So you're an extroverted leader with a small group full of introverts. Yes. Yes. So how would, how would you coach that leader? How would, how would, how would I coach that extroverted leader? To, met, yes. to lead those people. To lead those people. Yeah. Well, I, speaking from personal experience, right, because I've been in those situations. We were mm. talking a little bit about it before. It's just there, there, there has to be a level of self-awareness, mm-hmm. right? There has to be a level of, um, okay, I understand the way that I'm coming across, uh, coming across this mm-hmm. group. And that's, that's, that's key one-on-one leadership. Sure. Um, and who understanding who your audience is or who in this case your group is, mm-hmm. um, and really encouraging them to be themselves. We're, we're not, we're not, uh, trying to be inauthentic here in any way. Uh, we want you to be yourselves. We want you to feel comfortable. And a lot of these, uh, for a lot of times introverts, when they feel comfortable, as you were yeah. saying, Amy, um, they will speak up. They, yeah. They have a, a lot of things to say, a lot of care, oh, yeah. a lot of heart. Uh, and so I think it's about creating that environment where this is safe. You can be yourself. Right. I'm going to throw some things out mm-hmm. there and, and I'm going to be, uh, yeah, sit back and, and be comfortable just as, just as you may be uncomfortable as an introvert, um, bringing mm-hmm. things up. Mm-hmm. I need to kind of step into that uncomfortability, so to, uh, so to speak as an introvert and, and, um, be okay with a little bit of that tension of, of silence. Yeah. Do you think it takes longer for introverts to feel safe and comfortable enough to speak? You know, that's a great question because I know some introverts that are really not shy and they just are, they're waiting for the, the opportunity right. to speak. Um, and I think, um, yeah, like they just need a little extra time to process. So sometimes all it takes is just saying, hey, it looks like you've got some thoughts there. Can you share? And, right. and prompt it. And prompting it. Yep. Um, the other thing that I always try to tell extroverted leaders in that situation too is just um, just watch what your messages are mm-hmm. um, because I feel like so many of them are unintentional. But, you know, when you, you, the extroverted leader starts feeling nervous because it's been silent for 10 seconds, so they start going, come on, guys. Right. Do you guys mean a to you? <laughs> and it's kind of short, short-circuiting short what what's going on with them. And so um, right. I, think, I think just, yeah, just being mindful of what kind of messages you might be sending. Right. Okay, what about the flip? Now you have an extroverted leader that you're coaching with a, um, oh, I'm sorry, introverted, introverted leader you're coaching that has a room of extroverts. Yeah. How do you coach that person to you lead pray that for group? that person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I think really one of the biggest things is uh, that I've had to do for myself in thinking of that situation is I want to sit back and observe and process. I'm not going to jump in before I feel like I'm ready. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a group of extroverts, I have to jump in before mm-hmm. I'm ready. That's true. Mm-hmm. I have to get into the conversation. Otherwise, I'll be silent the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as the leader, that will be tough. Exactly. And so you can't really guide much of the and facilitate much of the discussion if you never say a word. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I think encouraging them to kind of like, you've got this. You jump know, in. jump in, jump in, and, and even even if you're not 
100% processed yet. Get in there and see what you can add to that conversation. Yeah, I love that, Amy, because you're speaking about encouragement there. You're really encouraging that introverted leader. And what I would share with the introverted leader, and I've done this before, is, listen, uh, you may be in a room full of extroverts, but when you do speak up and when Mm -hmm. you do lead... The extrovert person, extroverted person, notices that, yes. and that kind of yes. that kind that's like a huge spark, sure. and so they're listening. And I, I've been in situations just even personally, like I married a huge introvert. My wife is like a total one hundred percent introvert, um, but when she speaks up, I totally yeah, listen, I right? right. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that's on a personal level, on a quote unquote professional or pastoral level. I'm just thinking about um, all my managers in the past or all my Mm. bosses in the past. And it's so funny the way that God kind of does pairing, right? Like the majority of my, my, my leaders in the past were um, introverted men and, and I would just, there's so much wisdom there and I would just gravitate to Mm. that. And I would just love when they would speak up because like it would just, you know, I would, I would cling to that. So I would encourage Mm. that introverted leader that way. Hey, speak up. It's, it's people are listening when you do that. Right. I think that makes a big difference. So one of the key things I try to to communicate to both types is really don't make assumptions Mm -hmm. based on how much Mm -hmm. someone is talking or not talking. Right. Kind of glean that. One area this comes up in a very practical way is in prayer, group prayer. Now, when we do the typical popcorn style mm. group prayer, yes. what usually happens? Uh, <laughs> all the extroverts, because they, yeah. they, they feel uncomfortable with that awkward silence. So, yes. dear Lord, bless this food. Oh, my goodness. Bless my neighbor's cat. Yes. 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 Yeah. Anything. Anything but silence. Yeah. Right. So, I, I think even just something like that, to be intentional, knowing your own, like you said, Tom, self-awareness, kind of mm-hmm. knowing what that is, sure. to kind of design that particular time, you know, whether it's the study or the prayer time, with your group in mind. Mm. Um, and so one thing I, one of my leaders did with the introverted person was um, they were comfortable, but they still were you know, kind of a little hesitant. Mm. They tend to think they don't have as much to offer. So this right. is kind of this false mm-hmm. idea. So um, he would just give her a heads up and say, hey, I'd love for you to pray at the end of this. Yes. Mm. Um, you, you know, I'd love to hear you pray. And so would you mind? And then gave her an hour and a half basically right. to kind of go, great. okay. And then she felt affirmed. Um, and it just was so much more comfortable. A popcorn prayer she would never do. Right, right, um, right. She's not going to jump in spot, and interrupt kind of, on yeah. the... Yeah. Sure. So um, just kind of priming the pump and giving them Brilliant. a heads up seemed to help. So Brilliant. things like that. There's just little mm-hmm. tricks where you can kind of help both. Mm-hmm. All right. So this last area I want us to, to cover quickly is... Um, when we connect people into small groups, so let's just call that broadly our connection strategy, sure. whether that's a campaign, whether it's a group link type of mm-hmm. you know, uh, thing, whether it's, whether it's in the lobby or online, um, some of this dynamic really plays out in yeah. that arena. So let's talk through that. What do, you, what do you think happens to introverts and extroverts through some of these connection <laughs> strategies? Mm. Like a campaign strategy. Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Who is that at, designed for? At, at Saddleback Church, yeah, that, that, that's a huge, uh, huge channel, a uh, huge avenue mm. uh, for small group ministries is the campaign model. Um, and I think, honestly, I think one of the great things about the campaign model is that it can reach both the extroverted and introvert. If I'm an introvert and I'm listening to this message from Pastor mm-hmm. Rick and, um, and, 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 and the real, the kind of next step, the next spiritual step that's laid out for me is to join a group. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I believe that I can. And then that. what has the next step play out? Do you do it online? Do you have to go meet someone in the lobby? Do you have to go call so up someone? So what I love, great question. So what I love about that is, and this is why I think it plays well to both extroverts and introverts, you have an option. 
Mm-hmm. If you're an extroverted person, you can go out onto the patio. You can talk. You can talk to a small group pastor. Uh, they. You can have that face-to-face, one-on-one interaction, and you can sign up right then and there. Or you can even before the message is over, yeah. go on your phone, yeah. sign up online, just using your smartphone, that kind of a thing. So it really kind of plays to to either That's or. Great. That's good. Yeah. That's a good strategy. Yeah. Um, anything else you think for connections? Yeah, I mean, I know we laughed about this earlier, but uh, group link. When I hear about that, like that is an introvert nightmare. <laughs> okay, let's let's explain what let's explain what that yeah. is. So you know, you kind of it's kind of the speed dating, and and you go in, it's you know, room full of people, and you're trying to figure out what group's right for you, and you're talking to a bunch of different people trying to figure out what's your right spot, mm. and um, and like I said, I mean, small talk is is painful for me, right. and so you know that is like my worst nightmare, especially if you're trying to get someone into an environment that I think introverts do really well in small groups, right. but you're introducing them through, through this a large, very different right, experience right, that's not right. going to reflect what they're going to have in the small group. So um, it takes a lot of energy to even convince yourself to do that as an introvert. Mm. Um, and so I think we probably lose a lot of people through the cracks that way. Yes. Um, so having something where you can sign up online, having something where there's a one-on-one, someone that they can talk to or, right. or an email or whatever, um, that gives them another option, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I've heard of um, is some Sometimes uh, some churches will have all the available small group leaders, the new leaders, mm. kind of line up in the lobby with their tables yes. and take sign-ups. Yeah. Okay, so I've only tried it once, <laughs> and um, it felt it just felt like especially for the introverts it was such such exposure oh, for them yeah. they felt so vulnerable right, um, and right. they're responsible for like like a carnival you know person yeah. calling for hey come join my group right. and that yeah. like so hard for them right. and you see them standing behind their table yes. because they literally want to put a barrier between that's them. exactly right, right. 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 A physical so, barrier yeah. yeah so then you've yeah. got the extroverts out front like yes. hey you know come on, come on. <laughs> and then you've got the introverts <laughs> hiding with their notepad right. behind the table <laughs> and then at the end of the at the end of the time you know they're like well nobody we can sign up anyone and then you've got mm. the extrovert with like i mean that forum right. is designed right for sure. an extroverted right. personality sure. Absolutely. Um, and so i think that kind of stacks it too right so you almost yeah. but on the flip side okay there's churches that do online signups um almost predominantly right. with a list of existing groups mm. or yeah. whatever you never have to talk to the group leader you never and then if you do that sometimes that right. fit isn't there because yeah. they haven't right. actually had a conversation Absolutely. and people yeah. don't show up in someone's living room with them never seen laid eyes on them right. 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 right so it's just kind of something to be thinking about one thing I mean one thing that has helped me and something I try to do for my introverted leaders is um, even on a Sunday morning I meet some obviously I'm at a smaller church so you're able to do this a little bit more but mm. if I meet someone if I personally introduce that person to this leader mm-hmm. there's a connection I can yes. I can do something for them mm-hmm. so it's not just that cold call kind of feel right. um, and they're you know so it's still it's still a person interaction it still can be draining you know but it, there is something a little better about that for introvert mm-hmm. it kind of gives them also you're more. a bridge right, right. so you've, right. you've kind of helped them ease them into the next absolutely. step absolutely. which I think is really helpful absolutely. yeah and you've given your credibility um well, we are almost out of time. So is there any final thoughts um, you'd like to share? Any resource I think is helpful for people? You know, one thing that I'm thinking of is, you know, we're talking about in- extroverts, introverts, and ambiverts. Right? Yes. Um, <laughs> my encouragement to, to anyone out there listening would be to know who you are, love who you are, and be who you are. Oh, that's good. Know who you are, love who you are, and be who you are. You know, especially talking within the context of of, of extroverts versus introverts, like how how's God designed me. You know, mm-hmm. I was just 
reading uh, through First Corinthians, and I've got this wedding coming up. And First Corinthians, everyone knows First Corinthians thirteen, the you know, chapter of love, right? <laughs> no, really, right? Oh, like, wedding? Oh, oh, that's yeah, such a wild it. choice. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's like, that, that's a passage that you don't even have to be a believer; you know that passage. But the thing is, like, it is it is sandwiched in between chapter twelve and chapter fourteen, mm-hmm. which is all about Christian leadership. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how do I be a leader? I need to lead with love. And, and we've talked about uh, self-awareness before. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if I can be self-aware enough to know how has God created me, mm-hmm. accept how God's created me, be who God has created mm-hmm. me, that if I can do those things first, then I'm going to be a great leader in the sense that I'm going to be able to, whether it's an introvert or whether it's mm-hmm. an extrovert, really bridge that gap with love mm-hmm. and lead that way. So that's... That's a great word. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So don't envy how other people are. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, there are some powerful, powerful uh, introverted leaders and, and likewise with extroverts as well. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's That's just important word. to be who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's yeah, great. I think uh, I, lo- I love that. And I think for me, it took a long time for me to feel comfortable saying that I was an introvert because I just had had the messages so long that right. that's not what church, church leaders are. That's not what Christians are. Yeah. At least not good ones. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I think, yeah, just being comfortable in your own skin. But I think part of that, too, is is knowing your boundaries, knowing your needs. Um, I think especially for introverted leaders, you need to know how to take care of yourself yes. because mm-hmm. it's only when you take care of yourself that you can effectively minister to the people in your ministry. So um, just, you know, don't do that unashamedly. Just, yeah. you know, you have to be able to take care of yourself, well, whether that's, you know, cutting out early to take a nap or right. um, just, you know, scheduling after a conference a couple extra days so you can right. just, you know, recharge. Yeah. Um, just do that for yourself because you Because no to one's going to do it for you, right? Absolutely. So you got to take the initiative there. Yeah. yeah. That's so great. Great words, you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, so thank you both for your comments and um, that you're on the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Not either or. Um, God bless you and your ministry. You can follow um, Tom on Twitter at Kangster. It's K-A-N-G-S-T-A, along with his YouTube Manly Minute. Yeah, the Manly Minute, no spaces, and Kangsta. I'm sorry, I wasn't pronouncing it quite yeah, right. Yeah, it's not Kangster. <laughs> I'm showing my age. That's because I'm old. <laughs> no, it's Kangsta. K-A-N-G-S-T-A. Yeah. So even if I can't pronounce it, you can find that. Yeah. Um, and Amy is on um, at Amy K. Jackson on yeah. Twitter. Um, and, of course, her smallgroups.com. A website you can get resources there um they are also both graciously agreed to be on our facebook um group talk page basically when this goes up you'll be able to interact with either of them you can push back on anything yeah. you can talk about whatever else manly minute things you want to talk about i just love the way amy's is so professional and mine's gangster <laughs> I mean, what's happening here <laughs> And you guys are probably similar in age, which is really yes, interesting. That's this awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> so, I love it. So you're welcome to ask them questions. They will make themselves available on yes. the Small Group Network page. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am so thankful that God uses both introverts, extroverts, and everything in between. Amen. Um, so it is a great thing. So thank you for listening to Group Talk. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Group Talk. If you liked what you just heard, we encourage you to visit our website at smallgroupnetwork.com. Also, use the hashtag SGNet when engaging with your social media channels. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you get all the episodes downloaded automatically. Remember, the Small Group Network exists so nobody stands alone.